our theme tonight is anchoring in spiritual truth, and that's a deep, deep well. But, you know, it's <laughs> right up my alley, so to speak, and I'm sure Renee and Mary Kay can also say that for themselves. But mm-hmm. for all of us, we're still going through this, I call it, difficult time in our lives, and anchoring is such a big deal right now, mm-hmm. especially when we try to get centered in just what is the norm, and hopefully that norm for you is either meditation, prayer, that brings us to the place of, I call it, peace that passes all understanding. So, Reverend Susan Wallace, would you open with those two prayers for us tonight? Yes, absolutely. So these are two prayers of praise and gratitude. Lord, our rock and redeemer, thank you that you are the source and the sustenance, the strength and the song. Help us to be mindful that everything in our lives is a gift from you. You are the God of peace, the great shepherd of your sheep. We thank you that you fill us with grace to do your work, that you work in us, so that we are the brightest reflections of you we can be. Thank you, God, for everything. And these next words are from the 95th Psalm. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with gratitude. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Amen. 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 Just love those. And Susan, as you were praying these prayers, I know you put on our Google list of this week, your guides told you, let's celebrate this week by gratitude. How did that come about? Can you tell us a little bit about that? I was sitting in meditation, in just being open, and that's what the guide said. I can't really tell you much more than that. Um, You know, I had done my part to be grounded, be clear, set aside my own agenda, you know, and that that was what came, and it came like in capital letters, this is gratitude week. Oh, I love that. And how many of us in our community has made that a part of their own spiritual practice, their anchoring tool mm-hmm. this week? So mm-hmm. thank you for following the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit's guidance and then sharing it with all of us, too. I love This is Gratitude Week. That's perfect. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Susan. Very much thank appreciate you. that. It's, it's thank such you, a sir. joy to have a community to celebrate this with. Mm, yeah, thank I, you. I agree 100%. I agree. So thank you, Susan. So, Renee and Mary Kay, have you been having a good week? Yeah. (laughs) In many ways. In many ways. (laughs) Yeah. It's been beautiful here in San Francisco. Yes. Yes. For me, the I love this theme tonight, anchoring that spiritual truth, because it really defines my life. Maybe not mm-hmm. all of it, maybe about 80% of it, <laughs> that 10, 20% that I seem to fall off the cliff at times, looking for that lifeboat to pick me up and take mm-hmm. me away back to that place that I know, it, which is peace, really right. does yeah. help me to, you know, I call it stretch myself in my relationship with God and nature and the people around me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll be learning too, just tomorrow, accessing grace. The idea is yeah. we need these anchoring tools in order when when our when the storms happen in our lives. And we could probably say that's almost every day now. Something yeah. kind of pushes us, Very the true. wind pushes us in the wrong direction, and we get a little off balance. So to me, that really, our anchoring tools are the place that we all need mm-hmm. to rest in. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just start off with a question. I think I'll start off with Mary Kay. What does okay. it mean for you to What is your spiritual truth? How do you anchor yourself? Well, several ways, several ways. I've been going through a big process, I feel, in the last few months. And I, you know, when, like you talked about, you know, the darkness that comes, for me, it's like around three in the morning. I wake up and I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) This is the way my life is right now. And then I 
I do several things. I have a set of rosaries that are very special to me, and I pick those up and start praying to the Blessed Mother. Then there's other things around. I love flowers, and flowers just take me right to the divine. I I just see these beautiful flowers that I just can't imagine anybody but the divine creating. And I can get lost in that color and the beauty of it. And and also just I like getting flowers to put on my altars to acknowledge the divine and, and my blessed, the Blessed Mother and different saints that pictures that I have Padre Pio and you know and I like bringing that and, and connecting with them in that way. And then I notice as I'm doing different things like that and being outside as much as I can, I have not been able to get outside as much, but I was going to the ocean and walking. But what I notice is the calmness that comes in, the peace that comes in, the presence. And that's my spiritual truth. When I feel that rolling into me, then I I know that I'm back in the... uh, fold, so to speak, and feel the presence. You know, you made mention of pictures that kind of anchor Mm -hmm. you. And I woke up this morning, woke up and just was just looking, and it's like, oh, Blessed Mother, hello, Padre Pio, hello, Jesus, Mm -hmm. hello, Ron, hello, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Juanis Casey, hello. It's like, it was just one of those, my cloud of witnesses, because they're statues, they were all around my mm-hmm. bed. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's a comfort in knowing that someone's watching out for you, you know. And exactly. they're part of my anchoring tools that I use to ground myself, especially when I, mm-hmm. those winds start to hit. So, mm-hmm. Renee, how do you anchor yourself? Not that I'm sure you've been so strong that nothing blows you down. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's really been a time where I've really gone into a deeper process, really my encountering with God, looking at my relationship with God, and really looking at, am I anchored to the present in this moment, or am I caught up in the past, am I caught up in the future? And for me, my practice has really been focusing more in the here and now, and really ever deepening that encounter and that relationship, especially when the storms come or the winds are blowing. I feel like sometimes we're the apostles in the ship, you know, where (laughs) we're in the boat and we're in the boat and the winds are coming, the waves are coming over the bow and Jesus is asleep. And the rest of us are like, oh my God, wake up. But I'm paraphrasing, but essentially there was so much fear. And then Jesus wakes up and he's like, wow, you guys have little faith. What's up? What's going on? And he calms the storm. And for me, I was so reminded of that, that it's very easy to let the storm or the winds inside kind of rock my inner boat and take me off course. And then it's time for me to reconnect. And for my practice, is really to how do I stay in the present moment is through using contemplative prayer and also staying connected in terms of going for those walks, not necessarily with a destination, but just to walk in the present. Um, I don't have anywhere to go, but I know that I can go for my walk, and as I'm walking, I can breathe in the present. Ron always talked about the meditation I am God-breathed, and for me, that's been powerful as I'm walking. I am God-breathed, and that has really helped me with my inner storm or my inner waves that are sometimes overwhelming, and then I can tap back into that and tap back into the grace and the peace, and I can feel that centered calm. You brought up two aspects of, I would just say, in my, the last week for myself. And I think most of us have heard the, the term, I can't breathe, from yeah. uh, George yeah. Floyd's you mm-hmm. know, last words on this earth. Because I kept hearing that, and then I was remembered, you know, Ron's prayer is, I am God breathed. And it's like it brought me yeah. more solace because mm-hmm. it's God's breath, whether he takes it yeah. away and we die. Or it's, right. it's just who I am right now today. 
And number two mm-hmm. is that scripture quote that you brought up about the storm and Jesus was in the boat with the disciples. It was interesting because he says, let's go to the other side and meet me there. And so yeah. it was a decree that says we're going to end up over there because Jesus' word is true. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. he falls asleep in the <laughs> boat and the storm comes up. And it's like that's why yeah. he was so, I don't say, anxious with the apostles because it's like, I promised you this. And, hey, just talk to yeah. your talk to the storm. And once he mm-hmm. decreed it, you know, the storm passed. And it's like, wow. So in mm-hmm. my Last week I had a major decision to make, and this thought came to my mind, this, this parable. And I remember my own words is, what did Jesus promise me? He promised me I, he would give you my peace. And so yeah. I had to go to that peace, even though the storm was there, but the promise yeah. was good. Jesus' word was good. Mm-hmm. And it really brought me a sense of understanding that I still had the fight the battle, the, the win uh, that was coming against me, but yet right. my assurance was his word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you, Renee. You just kind of provoked yeah. two ideas that I practiced in the last week. Mm-hmm. But I love that because it, it, there's an anchoring tool we all have, and whether yeah. we remember it at the moment or we get inspired mm-hmm. by it. Like Mary Kay, your flowers. Yep. It just brings mm-hmm. the joy of the Lord is your strength. And you know um, that was a gift from God specifically right. to you. So it really does right. have those beautiful graces that come with it. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, I was thinking how all of the things that we, what we've been mentioning, it's all about regrounding us into the yes. fairness, bringing us back to that awareness of, yes, we are never alone. God is here. God is our strength, our refuge, a rock on whom we can lean on during whatever's going on internally or externally. Just so thinking about who are our anchors. Don't you think that, and I know for myself, I can speak on that, but because of the the last two, three, four months, our work schedules have been shifted, our homebound has been more, you know, our normal is not normal no more. So in that environment, we all have to adjust. We all have to find, I call it the new norm, whatever that is, and don't you think, for, I should put any words to your mouth, but <laughs> has it been your experience that you had to go back to the, I call it the old principles, the tools the that we once learned and now reapply it? What do you think about yeah. that? I, I, I was using the word basics, going back to the basics. Oh, that's um, right. Yes. You know, absolutely. It's been, I work from home, so I'm kind of used to being at home. But I'm also used to, when I finish, you know, being able to go out to get a bite to eat or just having more freedom yeah. to leave. And, and it, on top of that, I've had some health issues that have really been such that I need to stay at home. I, I really need to, um, you know, not get sick. <laughs> and so, That's a good way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's kind of like yeah. that. So. So it's been really a reboot, I would say, or really looking at, okay, this is what's so. And I, you know, very much like Renee was talking about is staying in the now. And it's easy for my brain, I'm sure not too many others, but it's easy for my brain to go go right out into, well, what if, or into the future, which is not helpful. So I really had, really was doing much more meditating and reading more and I have my Bible, the Jesus Calling Bible. Oh yeah. And I really have found some really good references and, and spiritual food for thought to you know, in doing those. So and the other thing I got in touch with is I love to cook. It's not special cooking, you know, but I just love yeah. to cook and so it's that I found a lot of joy and just Having, I could feel the divine coming through me, you know, while I was doing it and creating it and sharing it. So it's been a re going back to the basics of making sure I get enough sleep and also getting up early and meditating and being able to keep things organized a little bit more and just welcoming the divine into my house more and more. And I love candles. And so having flowers and candles and 
and sitting, just being quiet. And I have a lovely backyard, so that's another refuge is to go outside. I started laying on the ground and um, just being with Mother Earth. And that was that's been really rejuvenating. It's a, another, you know, the other thing I realized is a whole different perspective. When you lay on the ground and you look up, it's a totally different perspective. And it was so refreshing. It was really interesting to notice. Oh, if I go outside and do this, I have this view. If I inside and I look at it, so changing one's perspective. It was interesting. It was very fascinating. Mary Kay, you bring up a good point because of the what I found myself maybe desiring is to be in Brazil with John of God. I know. Every year celebrating life took our little groups there, communities there for the two weeks and it, I always say it was my vacation time. <laughs> but it was just, I do remember I got you saying to get that. away. Mm-hmm. I had all these people to wait on me, so you know it was my vacation. So I was real was. happy, and they had great food. Besides, <laughs> but uh, I I started to ask the question, why do I want to go back there? And mm-hmm. I had these qualities about I could free my mind and have to answer the phone. There wasn't anybody bothering mm-hmm. me. It was just our group that I knew, and I could be with my spiritual brothers and sisters. But yet, and so many times I woke up in the mornings here and. But it was cool at night. Uh, the birds would be singing, and it's just like mm-hmm. it reminded me of Brazil. It's just yeah. like, or just walking mm-hmm. along the path and seeing the birds, the children play in the yards, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. the simplicity. And I, I miss it. And then finally, I came to that point of it really was just the silence of my mind or my sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, because. The world right now, there's a lot of activity, positive or negative, exactly. whichever side you want to be on, you mm-hmm. can get a bushel basket full of that. And it's like, mm-hmm. so my whole being loves silence. It loves mm-hmm. to be quiet and just to listen and let mm-hmm. nature talk to me. Even the other day, even though it's 90s here in Chicago land and still going to be, and it's like, uh, it, it happens, but not this in successions, and we've had like five, six days in 90s and another week coming up, and it's like, and I'm not a 90s degree person, but in the morning I go and check on my flowers outside, and it's like, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, oh, sit outside, and it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. oh, I can do that, because it's still cool, somewhat cool, so I got my coffee and my Bible, and I sat outside, and it's like, it took me right back to Brazil, the simplicity, I could just hear all of nature speaking to me. To me, that's mm-hmm. my the anchoring point of my spiritual truth. They come alive. And when you touch, mm-hmm. when I touch, when we find that place, everything right. comes alive in my yeah. world mm-hmm. and to be blessed. Now, yeah. what has that been for you like, Renee, in the, the last couple of weeks? Or what is your favorite crossing this bridge, call it mm-hmm. the anchoring tool for your spirituality? Where do you go? What, what does that mean to you? Well, for me... I really have, as you guys have been talking about, I've gone back to the basics. In the morning before I leave, because I'm going back and forth to the hospital, and so in the morning, the first thing I do is I really ground myself, and I just say, Jesus, I trust in you. I turn this day over to you. May I be, you know, before I leave, I ask, may I be a blessing to everyone that I meet. So that when I'm going out into the world, I'm catching the bus, I'm walking to the hospital, I'm interacting with kids and parents and staff, may I be a blessing. And throughout the day, I just, I pause and I ask for grace to come into this interaction. And for me, that's been so powerful to go back to the basics of Jesus, I trust in you. Come Holy Spirit. Come, Spirit of Grace, come into this moment. And it changes the interactions that I have with people. There's a softness. There's a connection. And you can see the fear and worry. Just kind of, like, you can see people take a deep breath with me and just pause in that moment. So for me, it's been going back to the basics and focusing on what is it that's anchoring me in this moment. 
And like what you were saying about call, saying hello to St. Therese or hello, Yogananda, uh, to get up in the morning and to touch and just say, good morning, Buddha. Good morning, Yeshua. Good morning, Teresa. Be with me today. Guide me. Well, it reminds me of our Bishop Bobby, and he's got a proliferate of saint sages. Mm-hmm. You know, your pictures, my yeah. pictures, everybody's on the wall, and he probably says hello to everybody in the morning, and then says mm-hmm. goodnight. So mm-hmm. he is so devoted to that individual person who's in front of him or whose mm-hmm. teacher who has taught him in the past. And to me, mm-hmm. that hello, and I do the same thing with my Yeshua statue. I touch his heart. I go, I touch your heart. Please touch my heart today. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. that interaction that really, I it fulfills me in a sense of I need that touch, even though we're not supposed to be. But hey, <laughs> I get to high-five Jesus all the time now. So at least he's for today for me, you know. Yeah. Now, Mary mm-hmm. Kay, what is, I know we're, I'm going off the cuff in a sense, the idea of who would be one of your, I call spiritual teachers in a sense of an author, the scriptures, that would be an anchoring point for you. You know, when we get a little distracted and we just need to hear somebody who has this wise word to say, that is like, oh, now I remember. And then we get back to that mm-hmm. place that we want to mm-hmm. be. Well, I've been, one of the things that is Bhagavan has been, the one that has been really very supportive for me. And every week we get a new reading and we get a new sadhana to do. And it's very grounding for me and very palpable is another word. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. it makes sense to me and it's really basic teachings that are accessible and, you know, we get, I can go back and read them and think about them and kind of breathe them in and see how it fits in my life. So I think that's been really helpful. And my Bible is one also that I've been reading. And Glenda Green's book on love is, I always forget, but anyway, the the whole time, (laughs) but I always go back to that one also that really is, is she is uh, channeling the divine and Jesus, and she so there's all this, this conversation with Jesus in it, and it's very opening, heart opening, as well as grounding and uh, real, and it applies to what's going on in today's world about um, really being with what's so and not making up stories and really looking to see who's in front of you, you know, and who's next to you and seeing if you can be, you know, a beginner or new to just learning who is that there, not making up a story because of color or because of age or any of that. So it's been a a nice reminder to do that. Don't you feel, and I think you mentioned this, Mary Kay, was the the simplicity of the word, whether it's Bhavan giving you something, but it's the simple mm-hmm. things. And it we is. so it sometimes is. overlook those. And I love those yeah. nuggets because then they become my little droplets or my breadcrumbs. So I'll follow those right. throughout the day. So I appreciate and I love, you know, Ama Bhagwan, you know, and their spiritual truth. And it's like we mm-hmm. all need to be fed in that place. And so, and if, you know, the scripture said with the Israelites, God gave the Israelites manna every single day, feed them mm-hmm. for 40 years. And it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. so what is the manna that God has given you, Renee, that those droplets, those breadcrumbs that seem to carry you throughout the day? I have really, I've taken a deeper dive into the work of Thomas Merton and oh, Henry yeah. Nowen. Um, and I think they both tapped into me because I kinda, I came to both of them through reading St. Teresa of Avila, where she talks about that interior castle and the diamond yeah. that's within. And so in a roundabout way, I came to both of them. And there were two things that I just want to share. One of them is from Merton, where Thomas Merton is talking about our journey to God. And he says, it is not by any means that we leave the insecure and come to the secure, but just the other way around. So that is, our life goes from being what we know to what we don't know. 
So we go off into the unknown. Why? Because he calls us. And I, that for me was, this is really the time that we're in, being called into the unknown and anchoring into the present. And that, for me, was a huge jewel, because I think that's where we're all at right now. We're anchoring. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I love that. I mean, that resonates in my spirit. We're anchoring the unknown. It is. And it's it's coincidental. I have a quote from Thomas Merton, the two men you just spoke of I was going to speak on, so (laughs) I think we're in congruency there. Thomas yeah. Merton talked about the pure heart. You will never find mm-hmm. inner solitude unless you make some conscious effort to deliver yourself from the desires and the cares and the attachments yeah. of an existence yeah. time and in this world. And that, that attachment just jumped out at me even last week. Because mm-hmm. like, I, I was attached to an outcome. And I wanted yeah. to be fulfilled because I felt it was his plan. And when it mm-hmm. wasn't, when it switched, and it's like, Okay, I can surrender that too. But it's that yeah. my attachments too. So this this world. So mm-hmm. the only thing I don't have to be attached to is when I die because he's told me he's going to take me. <laughs> so I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that. Piece. Mm-hmm. Everything else, it's all to me worry. And it's like, so I really yeah. was in the hot seat in a sense of my own going deeper, yeah. letting go of whatever those attachments mm-hmm. might be. And man, it's mm-hmm. a, sometimes it's, struggle but when I reach back into that well it's like oh my god now I'm home again yeah. so thank you for sharing yeah. that that's, that is awesome yeah I think that's what it's, it's continually a practice of surrendering to the mm-hmm. divine and surrendering to the what's in front of us we don't like you said Padre we have you have your own plan I have my own plan you know and I'm yeah. noticing that my plan is not worth much <laughs> You know, and yeah. now, you know, it's like, okay, like you that. can have it, but you get, you yeah. know, notice, yeah. notice disappointment. Right. And how disappointment can come in and just wreak havoc with me. Yeah. And uh, or, or longing, really oh, longing yeah. for it to be different. And then, you know, yeah. it's like, wait a minute, you have this beautiful life. You, you have a beautiful place that you live in and really wonderful relationships and a really beautiful connection with the Blessed Mother and the Divine. And so I go back into gratitude and look at all my blessings, mm-hmm. you know. But it's so easy to get off track. And then it's like, what mm-hmm. is, what's, then it's like going back to the basics again. But it is committing yourself, surrendering again. And it's like, okay, this is right. This is not my will. <laughs> and never was. <laughs> I want to ask yeah. a question. I think I'll start with Renee on this one because we've been talking about an inner sanctuary, our temple. That's what the scripture says. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean to you or, or how do you describe that, Renee? And then I'll let Mary Kay also answer that question. That's a great question. <laughs> I'll go to <laughs> Mary Kay. No. no. No, that's no. Um, it is. It's a great question because it's something I've been really pondering. Is what is that inner sanctuary? And for me, it is that presence. It's that place where I can go, where it's just the divine and I. Some people call it the sacred heart. Other people talk about it as oh, the yeah. cave of the heart. And for me, it's that place where I can go. That inner castle where it is God and I. I can pull the drawbridge up, and uh, it's God and I in dialogue. And it's mm-hmm. me listening, him guiding me, and that for me has been huge. It's that stillness. It's that silence. Um, so for me, and then I have that opportunity, then I can go deeper into the yeah. presence and into the relationship where you can experience that divine union. So for me, it's, it's that heart, it's the cave, it's how I see it. I love that. I can see you pulling up the the bridge. So the drawbridge, yeah. God in, yeah, God and you <laughs> yeah. are alone. I love that. That's so beautiful, Renee. And we, and we have time. It's that place where, 
like I said, it's God and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alone with God. I love that. Yeah. Mary Kay, how would you describe that inner sanctuary for yourself? Well, it's, it's a combination of years ago when I took one of my first classes, I, you know, they asked us to create this sacred place for us. And it's always been in a warm place with breezes. And, and then I, I also see it as in my heart, you know, where I build an altar in my heart. And, and I have rose petals there and a pillow to sit on and a soft place for the divine to be on. And, just to sit and be with it like a grotto and sit and be with the divine and the blessed mother and just go deep and quiet. For me to be quiet is I've really had to learn that for just to be quieter and quieter and I really enjoy it now and I am crave it more than I've ever done before. So going there into that silence and quietness and and then just allowing you know what comes comes and but I I do tend to bring like I said rose petals and really as offerings and gratitude to the divine and and then have it just be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to present another question to you, Mary Kay, because of what you just said, and mm-hmm. you don't have to answer it if you don't or if you don't feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But you uh, you mentioned being alone, and I think mm-hmm. all of us don't want to be alone. And before, mm-hmm. when that word would come up, all our little cousins would come and torment us, you know, cause <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, or yeah. us, you know, whatever, whoever mm-hmm. it was. But, mm-hmm. but, it's, but now I'm hearing you when you say the word, it, it's really affectionate in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the edge has come off and now the really the embrace of solitude aloneness with god mm-hmm. is so important to you does that reflect in any way it no you you're absolutely right i have always had a really busy life and and been on the go involved keeping projects going or something like in this last right. year or two maybe i've really seen how letting go of that and being more at choice about what I pick up to do or not do, and also just learning that it's okay to be alone. And I have, I remember, it's interesting that you asked that question, because I remember in my 20s, I was, you know, I lived with three other women when I went to college and stuff, and then I finally decided everybody's getting married, and I wasn't, and I thought, I'm going to get my own little house. And I rented a little house, and it was the hardest thing ever to come home, and I used to have this image of, I could just go crazy in this house and nobody would ever know, you know? <laughs> nobody would tell me. I still you do. <laughs> yeah, I'll be all by myself. You know? Yeah. And, so, you know, and, and it was interesting because I, I, what I did then was I would go outside, I would take, I was running then, I would go for a run, we had a beautiful park nearby, and I would make myself look at all the different houses and the different people and say, I don't know who's in that house. I could get to know that person. And I started wow. making practices of, okay, you're not alone. And then I started delving into my spiritual work, and my spiritual practices, and my spiritual exploration. So now, now I really do love it. And I, I had somebody who needed a place to live for a while, and he was here for a bit. I realized how much I was so used to having my own space. And um, I loved having him here, and I, it was really uh, nice to have him, to have my space back again. Because then I can, I can put on the music that I want to put on or you know, oh, sit yeah. in front of my, my pictures. I have Padre Pio at the bottom of my stairs, and I come down and I talk. And if people are around, they go, oh, my gosh, you're nuts. But, and I we have my picture box. Yeah, yeah, you knew that already. You've been here before. But I have my picture Bhagavan and Amma, you know, and I come and say hello to them in the morning. Sometimes when I make my coffee, I take it over and give them a little smell of it and stuff. I mean, I just, it's, it's really, there's a lot in my house. And when people come over, they'll say, oh my gosh, there's a lot of angels here. 
I said, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Bring yours. <laughs> Yeah. They're all welcome here. Yeah. They're all welcome here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. So I don't know I'm if gonna... I answered your question. But oh, you I... did. You absolutely oh, did. Because I just knew before there was a struggle with it, and now it's such an affection yeah. with that name or yeah. the word. Oh, so yeah. I just wanted to point that out because there's that spiritual growth, that anchoring tool. Thank you. You know, if I mm-hmm. ask yeah. myself this question about the inner sanctuary, and I was pondering that this morning, and for me it was, and it, it took me to the scripture says, you know, when we die there's a mansion waiting for us, and there are many rooms mm-hmm. in this mansion. And that's mm-hmm. how I saw the inner sanctuary. And it's like, oh, yeah. and for me every morning is like, where's Jesus? Is he in my bedroom? Is he in the kitchen? <laughs> is he in the den? Is he outside? So that inner seeking of that sanctuary, mm-hmm. that presence, he's not always there because it says we need to seek him. So, mm-hmm, you know, because yeah. to me it's like I get yeah. my coffee, I do my meditation, and God should show up, right? It's like magic. Yeah. Or that exploration <laughs> yeah. of where are you? Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to let go of my grievances or my busyness and really find him in the solitude. Or do I find mm-hmm. him in the living word, mm-hmm. the scriptures, or a written for a spiritual practice? Any mm-hmm. of those things, but it's that listening ear that really takes me to the place where the master's at. And it's ultimately that gift that, that I, for me, that exploration that excites me. It's like, mm-hmm. call it ADD, I'm looking for God. You know, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Under this book, wherever it's at. But I do, that's one of my passions. And I think, not I should yeah. think. The passion is what really draws us into that relationship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But you foster mm-hmm. it by practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so mm-hmm. glad you shared that because now I have this lovely image of you going around looking for God. I mean, it's, it really is a beautiful <laughs> image, you know, because yeah, I think that, that during the day or during our lives every day, it's like, where am I going to find the blessings, where am I going to find God? And what the mailman comes here. I mean, my big thing is the, the doorbell rings and they go, I have a package for you. And I love going down yeah. and thanking them. Thanking oh, them yeah. so much for bringing it to me and how's your day going, you know, and I've gotten to know my yeah. mailman now. And it's just, and those are, those are the moments of connection that I find God in, in different ways like that. So thanks for sharing that. That was really nice. Well, yeah. So, Renee, yeah. where do you, what do you do or how do you do it? Call it either reconnecting, re-anchoring, tapping the diamond, getting back to the presence because we all have jobs. We all have family mm-hmm. friends that sometimes interrupt us. When that happens, what process do you go through in order to reconnect? I do a lot of pausing throughout the day especially when I feel like I've disconnected and I can feel it right away. And so then I'll pause and then I'll ask the divine, show me where I disconnected. Show me what just happened. Because for me, I need to see that. I need to be shown that. So I ask the divine, show me, tell me so that I can tap back in. And a lot of times I'll get a word. I'll be directed to read something here, whether it's Jesus Calling or Scripture. There's a book that I have that I recently received. It was about resting in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And so at that book, I've been guided. Most recently, I was getting ready to renew my vows, my yearly commitment. And so I asked the presence, I said, show me. What is my commitment this year? And I was guided to read this chapter on a book, and it was about Catherine Coleman and how this minister was talking about how she was a presence woman. She was someone that God liked to be with. And for me, that was such a huge pause moment because then that's where I operate. I pause and ask, okay, am I in the presence? Am I in your presence? Show me how to get back on track. Give me a word to get me back. So it could be grace or peace. So then I'm going to breathe in that peace. And for me, breathing is really important. 
And I'll breathe in that word peace. And then I feel like I'm settled. I feel like things are shifted. Oh, there it is. I'm connected. Sometimes it's, it's a word yeah. that comes through for me. It's peace. Don't you it's find, joy. Um, in, that, in that place, I call it when we surrender or, you know, tap into the word, the, the, the possibility that's there, that I call it then yeah. the spirit leads us because now we have confidence yeah. whatever we say we're mm-hmm. being led into. Yeah. We're being, they would mm-hmm. be blessed. Otherwise, it's our yeah. own stuff and we're so... Not, yeah. not, we are aware of when it's our stuff, and you know we're not going to make a difference. We want to make a difference mm-hmm. in another yeah. person's life. Well, and it ties into it ties into what you both were saying because then I surrender. Yeah. In that moment, I can surrender, and there's a freedom that comes. And we talked about that earlier. There's a freedom that comes with surrendering. I turn it all over to you. Mm-hmm. I release it. I let it go. I'm lifting mm-hmm. this up to you to take care of. I love love this conversation. It's like talking to Jesus and Mary and Mary Kay and Renee and everyone else on (laughs) this phone call. It's it's that inner dialogue because we're talking heart to heart. So we have that Mm -hmm. understanding. I'm going to ask you for another reading for another author or the scriptures from both of you to just share with us these nuggets that do anchor us, but just this week I had an unannounced guest early in the morning, and it's like I and I, you know, because last week to me was difficult, so I had finally my Monday and nobody was scheduled, <laughs> so I was like, I had my prayer time and, and I just started to get into my rhythm, and then somebody was at the door, and it's like, oh my God, it's like okay, and it was a big person, <laughs> so it's just like, okay. Okay, I'm I'm there. Okay, and I welcomed that person in, and we sat and we chatted, and I prayed for this person, and it's like afterwards, it's like I wonder what other surprises God has in store for me today. What other blessings? <laughs> yeah. Again, because it just took me out of my norm. Because it's like now this is my mm-hmm. sacred time, and God for brings a gift. You know, <laughs> don't interrupt my mm-hmm. day because I have it all planned. <laughs> me and God, and nobody else. But it's, yeah, it was just, just a joy, but it caught me off guard. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But again, in everything, everything works together for good for those that love God. Mm-hmm. You know, our mm-hmm. beautiful yeah. creature, yeah. our Bobby for gave sure. us for yeah. our last community retreat. Yeah. So, Renee, what I other a, author yeah. or reading that you had that can anchor us tonight? Yeah, this is from Henry Nguyen. And this spoke, and I was guided to read this and to share this with you tonight with with everyone that's on this call. The mystery of the spiritual life is that Jesus desires to meet us in the seclusion of our own heart, to make his love known to us there, to free us from our fears, and to make our own deepest self known to us. Each time you let the love of God penetrate deeper into your heart, It leads you to a love of ourselves that enables us to give wholehearted love to our fellow human beings. It is in the seclusion of our hearts we learn to know the hidden presence of God. And with that spiritual knowledge, we can live a loving life. Mm, That's beautiful. Mm. Just captures Thank our you. heart, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow. I love that, Renee. Thank you for sharing Henry with us. Mm. Mary Kay. I have a reading from the Bible, Jesus Calling Bible, and it yeah. was much of what you were just talking about, the voice, listening for this. And it's listening to him. In order to hear my voice, you must release all your worries into my care. Mm. Entrust to me everything that concerns you. If this clears the way for you to seek my faith, unencumbered, let me free you from fear that this hiding that is hiding deep inside you. Sit quietly in my presence, allowing my light to soak into you and drive away all the darkness lodged within you. Accept each day just 
as it comes to you. Remembering that I am sovereign over your life. Rejoice in this day that I have made, trusting that I am abundantly present in it. Instead of regretting and resenting the way things are, thank me for all the circumstances. Trust me and don't be fearful. Thank me and rest in my sovereignty. I think that was that reading really touched a lot of people's hearts just listening to that mm-hmm. right now. I think it met their yeah. their day or their week so far that we get challenged with. And, mm-hmm. and that living word that goes out and it just touches us and it, it helps us remember that we're loved by God. God yeah. is for us and not against us. It's, we're sometimes just abandoned little children and we just need to be affirmed. And that's what you just did, yeah. Mary Kay. Thank you. This piece really resonated with me because I've lived so much in fear my life and and ashamed that I have this fear. And so just reading this and having, you know, the divine acknowledge that it's there, it's okay, has brought me a lot of peace. It did for me when you were reading that, Mary Kay. I love that. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. My reading comes Thank from, you for this opportunity. My reading comes from Bill Johnson on the mm. resting, the resting place. And, you know, he said about God's promises, I will be with you always. Just what mm. Mary Kay was talking about. There's that intimacy that we all desire, whether we're a baby, young adult, or old age, whatever that is. We all want to know that we're loved and we're cared mm-hmm. for. And we're not mm-hmm. alone. So that presence really goes forth. And Bill talks about the, by far the greatest gift we ever had or have been given to us is the Holy Spirit. And mm. for those who discover the value of his presence, enters realms of intimacy with God never previously been known. And I think we, we just were talking about this tonight. Mm-hmm. About there's a, an anchor point for all of us to cross the bridge into the pre- right. present and whatever that is whatever your spiritual practice is, or whatever difficulty you're going through right now, God's got your back. The angels are there, the saints, Mm -hmm. the sages. They're there. Mm -hmm. Yogananda's there. Padre Peel's Mm -hmm. there. Padre Ron's there. Amma Bhagwan's there. Yeshua's there. You just, there's a plethora of names of holy of holies that anchor you, anchor me, our Blessed Mother's there. So Mm -hmm. as we conclude in this teleclass we'd love to pray for you and with you tonight and as we each tap our our hearts for that intimacy for the the door the open to his her presence which it already has i just really sense mm-hmm. the angel's presence just mm-hmm. ready to go to work in your life changing any circumstances that you've physically had blocks to whether it's on a relational-wise, maybe it's finances, maybe it's an illness, just a challenge. Maybe you're trying to buy a house or sell your house. It doesn't matter. God is present. The angels are present. And as we use the anchoring tools that maybe we just heard about tonight or our own, own spiritual practice, it's in our ability to surrender to the very essence of Yeshua that the angels now do God's bidding on your behalf. Mm-hmm. So we just say, come Holy Spirit. And I just see heaven's gates open. The angels just rush in. We talked about the wind. Just just going forth and filling the atmosphere around you. But it also to bring healing on their wings. Some people have back problems, pain in their back. In the name of Jesus, that pain be gone. Thank you, God. Something to do with diabetes. I just break its hold in the name of Yeshua over your your health, your body, your soul. And past generations, I break that curse in the name of Jesus. Also in the eyes, whether it's glaucoma, something to do with the eyes. I just see the angels now just bringing healing, clear vision, clear vision, clear vision. In audio, 
the ears open, open, open. Thank you, O Lord our God. And even people, somebody who has a neck problem, the I just feel my neck is getting stiff, yeah. so I'm just going to decree in the name of Jesus. Open, release, release the muscles, the vertebrae, open, pop, pop, pop. I just sense the Holy Spirit now and the angels doing their work. Somebody, whether it's a sciatic nerves, but there's just pain down the left side of your leg and then even into the arch of your foot. Just allow the healing balm of the Holy Spirit, that liquid gold now, just seal in healing healing, healing, restoration, restore, restore, something to do with the mouth, the teeth, you know, whether it's abscess in there, just allow God's grace, God's beauty, just a profound grace, a, a peace that settles in there, and all pain dissolve, and some, a growth, I don't know if it's a tumor, I don't know if it's cancer, but it's a growth, and just in the name of Jesus, I see that growth just disappear, you know, it's just like... Use, I would just say a chocolate chip cookie, and I put my hand on it, and it just melts away. God's presence, his hand, his holy hand is upon you right now. You're going to actually feel heat uh, where that growth was, and it just disappears. I thank you, O oh Lord, our God, for a broken relationship now being restored, now being restored. Mm-hmm. You have, you've given up on this relationship, and God says, I am restoring it. Because you've surrendered, I the Lord thy God will bring that back into your life. I thank you, O Lord our God, for finances. Some of you are looking for jobs because of the pandemic, and God says, I have some available. Trust me, and the deliverer will be there. I don't know whether it's a package, whether it's a phone call, a text, but it's on its way. I thank you, O Lord our God, for the grace of my breath your breath, our breath together, as we just breathe in, I am God-breathed. Breathe. Do this again with, I am, breathe in, God-breathed. Just let it go. We can do that one more time. I am God-breathed. It's all all our cares going to God. Scripture says that we care for God, God cares for us. So you just you just experience divine union. So all the troubles, all the stuff now disseminates into the very presence of the great I am presence. Holy, holy, holy mm-hmm. is the Lord God Almighty. Mm-hmm. Through the intercession of our blessed mother, whose peace, whose care right now fills even your garden tomorrow when you look at your garden you're going to say oh my god it's so beautiful because the angels mm-hmm. already set beautiful blessings awaiting you in the flowers in the fragrance in the air mm-hmm. thank you god for your living word made flesh tonight and dwelt among us so i seal in the good work of the holy of holies the holy spirit in your life in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.